Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, January 18th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Dan Rayfield, a Corvallis Democrat, will be Oregon's next Speaker of the House. House Democrats nominated the 42-year-old attorney over the weekend. His confirmation is expected to be a formality this week. Tina Kotek, the longest-tenured Speaker in Oregon history, is stepping down Friday to focus on her race for governor. Rayfield is an attorney who was first elected to the legislature in 2014. He's a co-chair of the powerful Joint Ways and Means Committee, which writes the state budget. He beat out Janelle Bynum, the happy Valley lawmaker who's a leader in police reform and accountability issues. Bynum was vying to be the first black House speaker in Oregon history. Rayfield said in a statement that he would work with both chambers and parties to try and move the state forward out of the pandemic. House Democrats also voted to select Representative Julie Fahey, a Democrat from Eugene, as their majority leader. She succeeds Barbara Smith Warner, who said she would no longer hold the position. The tsunami that rippled across the Pacific Ocean on Saturday may have been a good test run for the Pacific Northwest's emergency alert systems, but it's not yet clear how useful the experience will be in preparing Oregonians for a major disaster. In fact, people drove out to the coast in many cases apparently to check out the tsunami for themselves. Stephanie Ross, a geophysicist with the U.S. Geological Survey and a tsunami scenarios coordinator with the Pacific Coastal and Marine Science Center in Santa Cruz, California, said the volcanic tsunami was unprecedented in the modern era and the first time the U.S. tsunami warning centers have issued an alert based on a volcanic source. Alerts typically come when there's an offshore earthquake. Anna Santilli, who sells soda and beer at the Turnaround Market in Seaside, woke up to a mobile alert from the city about the tsunami advisory, but she went to work anyway, only to find an early crowd of onlookers already at the beach. It was a similar scene at towns up and down the Oregon coast, where people flocked to viewpoints and beaches and coastal communities, despite explicit warnings from officials to stay away, apparently to catch a glimpse at the incoming waves. Most waves in Oregon reached only about a foot or less, with the largest reported swell cresting at one and a half feet near Port Orford, according to the National Weather Service. Ross said from the public's reaction to actions taken by state and local officials, it's still too soon to do a proper post-mortem on what happened Saturday and the public's response. But she added people should probably be more cautious. Rio Varnado, the owner of the Portland barbecue restaurant Rio's Ribs, died Friday evening, according to his family. Varnado was the legendary rap artist Snoop Dogg's uncle. He was known to accompany his nephew on stage, at shows, and on TV. Aside from cooking Southern-style barbecue, Varnado was also a singer, performing with his gospel group The Beyonds. He was also featured on the 2002 song Just Get Carried Away by Snoop in conjunction with other artists. Snoop Dogg posted many times about his uncle over the weekend, writing, quote, You will be missed. Thank you for loving me and the whole world. You were a blessing. Rio's ribs had several different 
different locations through the years since it first opened in 1999. The final location was in the Hollywood District. Another of Portland's most acclaimed restaurants is closing for good. Clyde Common is no more, joining a list of pandemic-era closures that includes Paley's Place, Toro Bravo, and many more. Clyde Common opened in May 2007 on what is now Southwest Harvey Milk Street, right next door to the brand new Ace Hotel. It was known for a time as one of the coolest spots in town, famous for both its food and its bar. It was a huge part of the reborn area of town known as the West End Neighborhood. It was also a pioneer in having an independent, successful restaurant attached to a hotel. It's not clear what will happen to the former Clyde Common space. To read more about Portland and Oregon's renowned food scene, there's still many powerhouse restaurants still around. Head to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.